Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You're listening to The Thinker Girls. All the things you're thinking, but not saying. Welcome to Thinker Girl, the podcast. You are joined by the Thinker Girl, Stacey June. And Christy Mercer, hello. Hey guys, we uh, dump our radio co-host once a week to chew the fat of things you're thinking but not saying. Right here on this podcast, we are joined by a hot seat hottie who is our guest of the week to bring sometimes expertise, sometimes just a different kind of snorty laugh. What's that? <laughs> just a different, a different kind of sound, a different yeah, yeah, yeah. voice. Um, but this particular week is somebody that we could call an expertise. Would you be happy? Happy with that, Juliet? Yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah, great. Sexologist Juliet Allen, welcome to Thinker Girl. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, we're so thrilled. Yeah, it's nice to have you back. How have you been? Yeah, fun. I've been really good, thanks. How are you guys? Yeah, good. Just kind of like... Tired. <laughs> <laughs> Chrissy looks yeah. like she's just been through the ring. Bloody hell. You know what it's like when you're trying to do a million things at once and then you end up not doing one thing <laughs> yeah. properly. Yeah, and that's kind of where, I don't know, where I'm at at the moment. Oh, I feel cruisy today, oh, you're actually. Good. You, you've got your hair and makeup all done I and everything today. I tally this morning, but that's, oh. everyone's, you know what, it is quite, it's, 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 I know it's a compliment, but so many people's Reactions when I have mm. makeup on, but that's on me. Just I put, the, a, whoa, I put the smallest amount of mascara on at work, and people are like, "Oh, where are you off to?" Oh, and I'm like, "Oh, it just shows how zero fucks <laughs> I give during the week." Obviously, well, mine is more of a shock. Mine's ah. more, not like, "Where are you going?" There's an occasion. Mine's like, "Oh, wow!" Ah. <laughs> like as in, I'm like, well, "What the <laughs> fuck do I look like before the makeup?" <laughs> that's concerning. Today, I know. Yeah. And, and people, like, Thursday is a day I do a TV segment. So I don't, like, and I work with a group of boys. Like, I'm the only girl in my team. And I just don't understand how we're not, we know that it's Thursday now. Like, still it's like, ooh. <laughs> what do you, oh, oh, yeah. Thursday, yeah, Thursday. Right. They'll catch on. Not They'll get guys. there. If you haven't listened to the podcast before, uh, we are talking things you're thinking but not saying. Each bring a gem to the table and moderated and adjudicated by Philip, our friend, so we don't go on for three years. Uh, that will be the duck sound effect that you hear. Uh, we have such such a great collection of different topics and gems that we've spoken about if you haven't listened to us before. So please do go back and have a listen. But today we'll do a bit of a contents, young me. Um, I want to talk about shaking who you were in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's funny because, you know, looking back on high school now and who you were, you know, you might be essentially a very much similar person or you might look back and go, what the fuck was I thinking? And it's interesting that concept of just school and life in general and what it's like afterwards. Like running into people that you haven't seen since high school it can be a really weird thing. Mm, it's definitely it. You, de- you take a change. Mm. Some things stay the same, but I think some things do change. Um, Juliet, what about you? I'm bringing how do we spice up um, sex in long-term relationships because everybody seems to be coming to me with the same question and I don't have the magic answer. Just because I'm a sexologist doesn't mean I know what, what the, you know, the magic answer is to yeah, this right. problem. Mm. So, um, yeah, I just think we need to bring it to the table and 
have a little chit chat okay. about it. Cool. I've got a I've got a good one this week. I don't think I've ever heard this discussed before, and it is about the type of climax you have. Oh, no, my question is, and Juliet, you can be the one that can help me with this. Do yes. you climax differently depending on who it is? So, do you climax differently with different people? Oh. That's that's the, the thought oh process. Oh my god! Can I'm we start? Can we start with that? That's well, juicy. It's interesting because yeah. I, I think I've spoken on this podcast before how I've never been a person to quickly climax with casual relationships. Like mm. it's it's always been a bit trickier for me, and because I was in a relationship for such a long time, and it was great. We had a really good, you know, great sex life. Um, it was difficult, you know, getting out of that that familiarity and also the love part of it because mm. that to me is a pretty big, that a big part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and someone said to me once, and I was talking about, you know, I had, had just had sex with this guy. It was, you know, a little bit ago now. And I remember saying, kind of being upset that it just is never going to feel the same. And they said, well, don't you think that you'll always have different climaxes or you'll always get there differently depending on what guy it is anyway? And that to me was just threw me out of the water because I was like, I never thought of it like that. I just thought you knew what buttons worked for you Mm. and what you knew you enjoyed and therefore you needed to basically replica that to some degree, not obviously exactly the same position or exactly the same way, but if you like it on top, then there's different ways that you can do that and then that was just... Was you it. were the one that stays the same, yeah. whereas whereas they mm. these two friends are saying, no, I think it actually can change depending on who you're with. And I went, well, that's the best news I've heard all day. <laughs> the, the first yeah. thing. And the second thing was, is there truth to it? Because even though there's different partners, you end up being the same person. So then actually when you think about it, how does that work? It's almost that concept that I remember somebody in primary school asked me and it blew my mind apart where they said, you know, they pointed to a colour and they said, what do you see? And I said, oh, I see red. It's red. And they said, yeah, but you see red. But how do you know that everybody else is seeing the same red that you do? I don't think it's the same mm. as that. How is do that- you know? You have an orgasm, but how do you know that that's the same orgasm that everybody else is feeling? No, but I'm not talking about the same orgasm as other people. I'm talking about orgasms, different orgasms that you're having yourself with p- different partners. So there's different types. So it's, I'm not comparing mm. our orgasms, oh. like yours and mine. I'm thinking I, which their theory is, I will have different orgasms with different men. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I, I see where you're coming from. Okay, Juliet, well, I'm clearly not the expert on this podcast. Juliet, what, I mean, do you think, I mean, how does that work? Because I think that's an awesome way to look at it, but is it realistic? Yeah, I think it's completely realistic. I think um, with ev- every single person, different the different people that you have sex with, you're going to have a different experience Um like a different all-in-one experience with each person. But when it comes to climax and orgasm, I think um, it's definitely possible to feel, to have a different feel of orgasm to what you had with your previous partner. Oh, this makes me so excited. I, just, I can't yeah. even tell you. Because you know what? There could be a better orgasm out there that you yes. haven't had yet, which is the yes. most exciting Definitely. part. It's such a relief yeah. because I think when I first got out of that, you know, that big relationship, I was searching for that orgasm again. You were searching for Even though that it was a different one. Yeah, because that's the only way I'd really known to have sex, like, or really enjoy sex. Like, I'd had sex before with other mm. guys, but it, ne- it hadn't been the way that that was. And there I am wondering if I want that sex back, but how can you have that sex back when there's if a it's different individual. guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
How full on? Yeah. You, you can't have that sex back. You just got to let go of that sex and go, yeah, but hey, that was part of who I am. Juliet, no one told me that for so many years. <laughs> so I was thinking that was the way... Honestly, I was thinking that is the way I have sex and that's full stop. And that's how I get yeah, there. Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't realise that that was going to change and it was. It still blows my mind. Yeah, well, I think if you think about it also, like really practically, the like um, the body shape of a, the, your partner is going to also change mm. perhaps the yeah. way that you have an orgasm because you, for example... If you're having sex with a guy and his penis is really big, that may change the feel of yeah, your true. orgasm. Right. Or if if it's more <laughs> no like, comment there. I love the way <laughs> Stacey's just nodding her head like, mm, don't mind if I do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> um, yeah, and so I think you know you may with that previous partner that you were having sex with, you may have always. Did you say that you always said you got on top or something to orgasm? Well, did yeah, you say that, that was, did I imagine it? I mm. would. No, no, no. I did, and I, I kind of put that as my my trick, like my thing. Yeah, you know, like and. Yeah, I thought that that was going to be my thing forever. I just didn't realise there were all these different lollies to pick from. Yeah, and you know what? That may be because when you're on top, like getting technical, you are. Um, he's inside. He was inside you, and you, well, your clit was rubbing up against his, probably his body, and that's yeah. what gave you the orgasm. Yeah. So a lot that's really common because lots of women do jump like jump into that position at the end to know that that that's what's going to make them climax mm-hmm. because um, they get that clitoral stimulation yeah. as well. Yeah. But that's so, not to but that's not to say that a penis of a different shape or different size or hitting in that same spot that still feels good does not necessarily have to be in that particular position to get there. No, not at especially yeah. if it's a different no. guy. Yeah, but I hadn't, I hadn't thought of it like that. I, and, I, and it's just very exciting news. Mm. Yeah, you've got a whole new realm of possibilities out there. A whole now. new world. <laughs> oh, yeah, a magical <laughs> place I never knew. <laughs> but if you wait up here, it's crystal clear. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> that is oh, one of my all-time oh. favorite songs. <laughs> have you? Have you? Have you experienced? this personally, Juliet? Have you actually, have you had a, had an orgasm with, with different partners and then going, ah, that was different. That wasn't the way that I was used to because... Well, it would be more so even for you because of the guy and girl thing, Yeah. Right? Yeah, oh, that's completely different. Mm. Um, how does that work? How does that work? Podcast. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I've definitely experienced different types of orgasm with different people and, you know, it depends. Like, if it's just like a one-night sandy kind of or like a casual fling that you're having, then it can be almost just like a, like, uh, it's not to, you're not emotionally attached. Yep, so there's yep. not like that emotion behind it. So sure. it's more so just like, yep, done it. Like it was fun. It felt good. But when you're in a relationship, I think that's different too because you have those There's that feeling kind of there. emotions involved yeah. and so it can be an emotional thing too. Mm. See, but I've never yeah. had an orgasm full stop prior to my boyfriend now, so I don't know. Yeah, so, so, yeah, that, yeah. but that was, I never. mean, I, I had but not to the extent yeah. of like, which is why I thought, oh, this is just, this is me done, like this is how I go about it, you know. I'm so excited yeah. for you. Thank you. I am because you've you've gotten to a point where you've dismissed it. We like this is it, and you just thought 
that this is the way that it works. Yeah, and, and to... I can still achieve that similar type yes. of orgasm, but I never thought about going into it differently. Is that mm. sad? I think, well, that's just, no, I, I don't reckon I'd be alone with that. You wouldn't, who tells you that there's different ways? You kind of figure out what you enjoy and then if you yeah. stay with one person, there isn't really, you know, you obviously mix it up. But that takes us to probably to your gem, Juliet, actually, because yep. I guess there is also a very big, um, a big avenue here for the fact that, you know, I was obviously doing something I enjoyed for a long time and may have continued to do that because I knew that it worked. Mm. And yep. your gem, you, you were saying that people are coming to you in long-term relationships. Yeah, people are coming to me saying, oh, I'm in a long-term relationship and the sex has kind of just disappeared or we don't really have sex that often Yeah. Um, and I don't know what to do about it. Like, how do I spice up my sex life and how do I get my partner to want to have sex with me or how do I even want to wake up in the morning and go, oh, yeah, I can't wait to have sex because reality is in long-term relationships, you know, you kind of end up doing the same thing and then it gets mm, boring. Mm, Quick buzz mm, quiz, everyone. Mm. Morning or night girl are you, Christy? Well, it's hard when you're doing morning oh. hours. But, I mean, weekends, morning or night? Uh, I actually uh, prefer morning. Same. I prefer it. Yeah. Morning. But I've got to capitalise, mate. I'm, I'm morning and night when I can get it <laughs> when I'm there. <laughs> Juliet, are you morning too? Yeah, more so morning. Yeah, definitely more so. It just puts you in the best stead for the rest of the day. You just got a little little spring in your step. Yeah. How cosy is it when you wake up there? Yeah. You're like, hello. Yeah, yeah it's nice because then yeah. you kind of do the snuggle and then fall back asleep or like on the weekends yeah, and then you yeah, wake yeah. up again like you've got the second wake up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. How I, that's how we work it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's like that feeling like, was that, did that really happen? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it did. Yay. Like, yeah. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> but it is true that when you are in, in a long-term relationship and what you were saying before, before Stace, when you're onto a good thing, why would you change? Mm. If you know the way to get there and you know the quickest and the easiest way for you to get there, why would you experiment with other ways to end up at the same place. Because everyone wants to go in to win the race. Exactly. Like, you know, that's the other thing that's probably not great because you do end up not, I don't know, a lot of the time, especially when you're in a relationship, you want to have sex and kind of, you want to get there. Mm. Like you don't want to mm. do it just for the sake of it. Yeah, I guess that may just be your experience though because I don't completely believe in that. I think pe- like lots of people do enjoy all the, like, are you talking about you go into sex just to climax? Like, just to reach the end goal, in inverted commas? I think I you... thought a lot of people would. No, yeah, I mean, well, no, I don't know about that. I think it not, depends. I mean, it's not to say that if I wasn't in the mood, I wouldn't be having sex. Like, you know, like sometimes I think you've got to stretch yourself and also it's kind of that intimacy thing that may not necessarily equal a climax. But I would think more than not people are hoping that's the outcome. Is that incorrect? Yeah, depends on, yeah. You know, some people that would be the outcome they're going for, but then there's like that whole other um, kind of person who looks at sex as more of like a spiritual sacred practice, mm. and they they like have you know um, tan- tantric sex and use breathing and um, like different breathing techniques and. Wow. Um, like bringing the energy up through the chakras and all that stuff. That's a whole, that's a whole other podcast. I want to yeah, try that. And I want to try that too. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like a whole other thing we can talk about because that's not like, not much to do with orgasm. Like in the end, you'll probably end up having an orgasm. But, but it's, it's not like, the end goal. 
Nah. See that with me, wow. I know speaking from personal experience here, the moment when whilst I'm having sex, the moment that I think I've got to come, I've got to try, I cannot. Mm. The moment yeah. that I actually think about having yeah, right. to do it, it's all bets are off. Like mm. I actually cannot yeah. focus or think about that because then I start to stress myself out about hurry up, I need to. Yeah. So for yeah. me, I guess I kind of go in trying not to think about it. Yeah, and that's common. Women get all caught up in their heads about, mm. oh no, like I need to have, like I need to come now, and and then you get like this. There's this cycle going on in your head, and you put pressure on yourself, and then nothing ends up happening yeah. because you're worried about it and you're trying to force something. Mm. Where it's supernatural, and so in terms of long, like the the gem that you brought to the table, Juliet, with long term mm. relationships, mm. what's I mean, how are you responding to a lot of a lot of the people that are coming to you? Um, well, everyone's different, so I think people come to me thinking that I'm going to have like the magic solution mm-hmm. to the problem, mm-hmm. and I don't because every relationship's different, and the two people in every relationship are different, so. Um, I just talk to them about like what are they, what are they doing to try and change things? And often they're not really doing anything. They're kind of waiting for something to just jump out at them that's mm. going to change. But I think it's really important not to get stuck in routine and doing the same thing day in day out mm-hmm. with your partner mm-hmm. and keeping like the element of surprise and something different in the relationship and. Yeah, because we all get really caught up in routine and these busy lives that yeah, we're leading, of course. and then wonder why at the end of the day we're kind of too tired to have sex like yeah. we used to in the honeymoon period. You is know? So, is it a matter of quality, not quantity, as well? Sometimes that yeah. if you go, okay, I'm going to set aside this particular night, or in a week and a half's time, we're going away together, and that's one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. That's a time that's going to be set aside just for us, not just for sex, but I'm yeah, sure that will happen. On the flip side to that, yeah. a lot of people say, We're, "Let's do two weeks of like, let's do one of these experiments. Two weeks of having sex, no matter how we feel, just so we can be I close together." I have people together. Who, that I work with. That I did mean, that. do you think is it what Christy says? Like, it is should be quality over quantity. Yeah, I think definitely quality over quantity. Like, at the start of a relationship, it's, you know, it's pretty common to be having sex all the time. And But when it gets to a few years on or even a few months on and you're like, oh, we're not having as much sex as we did, I think it's important to take the pressure off trying to get back to having sex five times a day or whatever you're yeah. doing and instead going, well, when we do have sex, let's make it really amazing and let's set aside time for that. Mm. Juliet, we always yeah. hear about, and you spoke about that honeymoon phase earlier, that when you mm. are 
at each other, ripping each other's clothes off and you just can't get enough. Like I think <laughs> everybody kind of remembers that at the beginning stage of a relationship mm-hmm. or even out of a relationship with somebody. Can you still achieve that same feeling years on into a relationship or is that something that that can never really be be achieved and we should just kind of move on with our lives and be like that was great and we just got to accept <laughs> that it's not it's never going to be like that again because everything is not going to be new ever again oh it's so sad to think that you know that stage just goes and may never come back <laughs> it is but then what you get what you get <laughs> like is that to an old friend but that like, familiarity <laughs> that you get on the other side of it True. i think is yeah. really lovely yeah and i think you know you develop a really like hopefully a deep intimate connection yeah. with someone that mm. is like a you know you feel love for that person so you're not necessarily like having like this wild crazy sex all the time but you have developed hopefully developed a relationship where when you do have sex you feel you know really connected and really enjoy that experience and I think it just evolves and changes Mm. I don't know Mm. whether you can get that back I don't, I don't have I, the answer to that. I think, I think that um I think that it just me it doesn't mean more or less it just changes. You know, because yeah, in the, you yeah. know, you like you weren't crying of like strong intimacy feelings early on. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. then you got this mm. this kind of we've spoken on this podcast before how Christy has teared up during sex before and and it's yeah. it was actually a really good thing and it was really deep and sensual and all that kind of stuff without feeling like I was there watching. <laughs> it, <laughs> it sounds like, like you were. Like it sounds like I knew that much but I was I've, we've spoken a lot she about it. She was wearing this. a pink dress at the time. It was, it was a Thursday. It was really full on. <laughs> I filmed it for the website. <laughs> may as well. I give enough away on this podcast. Um, but I mean you wouldn't have felt that at the beginning beginning so even though the beginning was fun there's different. no way you could get that back but not that you wouldn't want to because it's obviously fun but then would you want to and not have all the other stuff mm. which is the love mm. stuff you know are there i know philip's going off right now but are there a few like one or two things that people juliet can do i know you're saying there is no answer i don't know a relationship i'm not sure how that works are there little things like I don't know, planning yeah. a date night. Like what are, what are, what are one or two things really quick that I we can kind of take date away? date night idea. Yeah, same. Yeah, look, I think um, date night is an excellent thing. Like for me and my partner, we have date night every Wednesday night and oh. we have done for two and a half years. Oh, that's so and cute. we make sure we go out to dinner and do something nice. So I think putting aside like that special time when you go, okay, no matter what's going on, we're still going to make time for each other. Yeah. Um, And things like taking your partner away for the weekend and, you know, going to a luxury hotel and just spending, like, even if it's just a night, one night really in a really nice place, often that can spark something because you're in a new environment Mm, mm. and you're not doing the same old and you're not in the same old bed and all that, you know, you take yourself away and just have like a hot weekend away. It almost puts, not puts pressure on you, but it almost, you know, there's like that thought process as well as where you're going to spend this money. We've got to get it. We've got to get a good time out of this. (laughs) And I'm not saying I necessarily, but I know that there'd been in the past, especially when you're in a super, super long relationship, you're like, oh, wow, let's let's really utilise this, you know. And I don't actually think that's a bad thing no. because when things do become mm. domestic-y, yeah. um, you know, I think mm. that is a good thing. And you're right, Juliet, your bed is your bed. Mm. Yeah, you know, if you're in, like, if you spend a lot of time in your bedroom, like, I suggest not working in your bedroom. Yeah, I don't yeah, like TVs in there yeah, either. Yeah, 
don't do all that. Just make your bed where you sleep when you have sex. That's it. Because otherwise you bring all this other energy into your bedroom and then it can turn into this yucky space of, mm. you know, like, I don't know, if you have arguments in there or if you're doing work and you're stressed and then you don't really relate that space to somewhere where you're inspired to have sex. Yeah, you've got to keep it. Um, I want to talk about today kind of shaking off who you were in high school. Um, the reason that I kind of thought of this was as you do the rando scroll through Facebook, sometimes you, you just can stumble across people that you go, oh, I remember them from such and such. There's been a few people lately, and I don't know how they've they've liked certain other people's photos. It's just randomly come up that I've seen them for the first, first time since I went to high school with them. And it's funny, this concept of doing this stalk and flicking through their photos or even just seeing their profile pic come up and you go, Jesus. Like, it's funny sometimes when you look at that and you go, that's not how I remembered them or or I remember them being, you know, the shy, quiet one and now look at them, they're doing this thing where they're doing public speaking or like this, yeah. this, this concept that if, especially with people that you don't see a lot or often since high school, that you still have this vision or still have this idea that they are still who they were back in high school, which is just not the case for a lot of people. It's not the case for most people, I don't think. Mm. that this this feeling of that when you kind of break out of that that high school stage where you become your own person, you go on your own journey and you figure all of that out, there is almost this needing to break away or becoming a different person to who you used to be. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what it's like for, for both of you guys, whether you're kind of people that are pretty similar to what you were in high school, but it's funny to see some people do make such a freaking dramatic change from high school to going into adult life. You know, like, you know, the popular girls back in high school may not be that way later on in life and vice versa. The kids who didn't have many friends, it's funny how much that can change once you are out of this environment where everybody knows you. I actually think as a society we give high school way too much power mm. and and because in those times, we're not anywhere near our best selves. We're nowhere near sorted. We're not even adults, you know. So there oh. is a lot of emphasis that goes into that time. And I'm the, I'm one. I mean, I have a big group of girlfriends that I still obviously are. I was with um, a guy that was from the other high school group. Mm-hmm. Like, So I carried it into my 20s a lot. And it's not just so much that. I, I guess now looking back, I think... I can't believe how much emphasis as a society we have on that time in our life. It's like this social status setup, and I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I think it should just be we go to school and then stop emphasising on that period of our lives. I don't think VCE should be so much of an emphasis. Mm. I don't think um, – I just think it all needs to be stripped back. I really, really do. What yeah, do you- I I have a different experience in that I don't I'm not really in contact with that many people from high school. I think I'm in contact with maybe two or three people. Yeah. Um. And but I never really put much emphasis. Like I, I through my whole high school years just wanted to leave and travel, and I went yeah. overseas and did an exchange and kind of got um, went and studied overseas in year eleven, and then I came back and all I wanted to do was leave high school. So mm-hmm. I actually. And I came back just going, I can't, I don't give a shit about what all the cool girls and what everyone mm-hmm, wants to mm-hmm, do anymore yeah. and trying to, you know, be in the cool group. I just want to get out of here and travel the world. So you'd broken and, away before you had even? Yeah, I broke away at yeah. like age 16 yeah. when I went overseas. And then, so I never really put a big emphasis on it. So I've had the opposite experience. It was like, 
Mm, it's it's tough. Been, yeah. I found it hard because I have really amazing friendships. So from that time. Mm. Oh, same so, here. Yeah. yeah. I found it yeah. hard because I found it hard to break away from those kinds of the, the personality or the people, the person you were because I continued yeah. to be such good friends with my friends from school. Do you think it's something yeah. that you need? Is it something that you need to break yes, away from? absolutely. That's what I mean. I think there's so much emphasis on that time of your life and I am, I am a very different person and I'm continuing to be a different person and now we're going into my 30s, there'll be nothing holding me back from my 20s that will want me to be there. Mm. Whereas high school, there seems like there's this intensity that, you know, you kind of have put your stamp on the mark of the type of person you want to be and therefore it kind of follows you and that may have been my own stuff but I did find it hard to shake some of that off because Mm. on the flip side I had these great friendships which is such a good thing so it wasn't Mm. a bad experience as such but I did find the pressure and the stigma and the idea around those years hard to shake because yeah I'm of the that. same most of my or most of my really good and really best closest girlfriends are from high school still but I think each of us have kind of you know it sounds wanky but gone on that journey whether it is um, I don't know traveling or trying a few different things work-wise or, or going back to uni or whatever everybody's kind of although although they're the best friendships and I do like you stay feel very very lucky because to have had a friendship that's lasted for so long through so much. And that's what I mean. There is this whole feeling of going from high school to now to 20 years time to 30 years time down the track. There's so much that happens, but I think the friendships and the ones that last are those ones where you have more in common than just the fact that you went to high school and knew the same friends. You all kind of change and grow together and that's kind of what keeps you mates. Yeah. And I think that's, so there's something really special about that, but I think it also was hard at the same time because you're trying to develop you're trying to be your own person Mm. and you have the you know these amazing people that still have things in common with you like lots of you know grown with you and your friends from your own right but there's almost like this idea in your head of who you're supposed to be or who you were in the group you know back in the day and you're trying to grow into your own adult do you know Mm. what I mean so it's it's a tricky one because even though it sounds like we are really lucky which we are not everybody has these friendships it sometimes can be difficult for people because you are you're trying to express yourself in your own mark Julia did you did you ever feel like that was a bit of a conscious effort for you like going away in exchange before you'd even kind of finished like that obviously had a a pretty big impact on who you were and shaped who you were now had you not had that same experience yeah, oh, I definitely did. Like, it just gave me such a broader view of the world. I went over to Brazil and I just saw so much that I wouldn't have seen by just sitting in Brisbane going to high school every day. And mm. so I came back with, like, this more of an open mind and kind of let go of all the petty high school stuff that mm. was happening. Like and then the, when you're overseas, you know, it does that. Like, you yeah. mature pretty quickly, yeah. Well, it does, and I guess at a young age, like being exposed to that at such a young age definitely made me grow up really quick and kind of see, see it for what it was, that it wasn't like I didn't have to put so much importance on um, trying to be cool and all that, that yeah, there was yeah, so yeah. much more to like life than that. Yeah. So I think I definitely, that experience definitely changed me. Yeah, well, my yeah. brother's going through that at the moment. Like, I he's wish. going into year 12 next year. And I always, you know, mum and dad are on his case about figure out what you want to do and, and all of this. Uh. And I always say to him, I'm like, can you just fucking chill? Don't ever even entertain the thought of doing something 
just because someone else has said it's a, it'd be yeah. a good idea. Like oh. you've got to just figure all of that out. And I'm speaking from experience here, not that I'm some old hat, but I've been there and I, I probably went and did a course because I felt the pressure of needing to do that from not just myself. I've wanted to do it obviously, but feeling like, okay, well, this is the logical next step. You get a good score and then you go through the VTAC book and then you choose whatever course you can get into, you know? Mm. I think, yeah, yeah, and it's not just about friendships. I think there's a lot of emphasis on that time of your Far life, which out, is actually yeah. fucking ludicrous. Yeah. When I have you think not about needed it. my body score once. Yeah, it's just <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, it's such a joke. It is such a it's joke. Just, and the whole, dude. oh, what are you going to do now? It's like, oh my God, can you just let me live life? I've just gone through 12 years of homework and memorising sums. Like, yeah. That you will never need, P.S., for the rest of your no. life. Have I even ever needed pie or all of that other bullshit? You yeah, know how you sit in maths bullshit. class and you go, when am I going to need this? I quit. I quit. I was smart enough to know to quit maths. I was like, yeah. I never. I know me. I know myself. And in year 10, I was like, I will never do a job that will need this. Like, I knew that. So that was my overseas trip. That was my yeah. rebel. You, you can all get fucked, yeah. authority, because cause they were like, oh, God, that's a very risky decision. Oh, for the love of God. Seriously, yeah. God. Yeah, All right, well, that is it for uh, this week. Thank you so much, Juliet Allen. Now, we have a very, very, very special announcement to yeah. make because we have you on the show this week. And um, it's our very first giveaway, in fact. Oh, I think, no, yeah, it is our first. Yeah, it is. Um, oh, yay, that's yay. exciting. Yes, yeah. so can you let uh, let everybody know what you've got up for grabs for one of the One Lucky Thinker Girl? Sure. Um, so what's up for grabs is a spot in my e-course, which is called Hot Sex and Powerful Intimacy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a four-week course. It starts on November 3rd. Basically, it's all online. So you'll just be emailed each week the lessons and the worksheets. Um, and it's all about like getting what you want in sex and discovering what it is that you're interested in and and kind of getting you to a point where you can just embrace that side of yourself and go, yep, this is what I want or this is what I don't want anymore. And, um, yeah, it's really fun. It'll be, it's, yeah, it'll be a really you, fun course. You had me at hot sex. So. That's amazing. And to just improve your own intimacy. <laughs> yeah. So basically yeah. they get kind of your, your assistance and all different programs and mm-hmm. bits and pieces along the way to help that. Yeah, definitely. And there's also, we have like a, um, a private Facebook group that's mm-hmm. completely private that if you want to be in, you can, so that you can kind of um, discuss what you're, you know, what you've learned from it or meet other people who actually want to talk about this stuff like yeah, us. Cool. Yeah, so, cool. Yeah. Now, look, I we've put it up on our, we'll put it up on our Facebook page this afternoon. The way that you can win it, all you need to do is share um, the particular post that I've put up. We haven't done too many details about the sex course, just in case it is something you would prefer to keep private. Not everybody is interested in True. saying everything everywhere like we are, mm-hmm. and we yeah. totally respect <laughs> that, but we still want the girls that are interested in this stuff that might not be confident enough to say it to enter, because that's the important bit. You might not want to say it out loud, but with Juliet's course, you can do it in the privacy of your own house. So I don't want anyone to miss out on that. So we will put this photo up. It'll just be a Thinker Girl photo. You need to share it with your favourite gem. Basically, list your favourite gem. Um, all the details are on our website and our um, Facebook page of how you could potentially join up as well um, in case you don't win the prize. But head to the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Thinker Girls. 
Excellent. Brilliant. Brilliant. Amazing. Brilliant. Very exciting. Thanks, Julia. Thank you so oh, much for welcome. joining us. Always yeah, very it's informative. A it's good to get <laughs> good to get a helping hand with bits and pieces. Um, if you haven't listened to a few of our other podcasts and you're new, welcome. Uh, we have a full catalogue on iTunes that you can download and have a bit of a sneaky peek and find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Thinker Girls. Good luck to everyone that enters the comp. Yes, fingers crossed. Okay. Yeah, good luck. Thank you so Thanks, much. Thanks, Julia. No worries. Bye, bye. Were you eavesdropping on this conversation? Follow the Thinker Girls at facebook.com forward slash thinkergirls or Thinkergirl TV on Twitter. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.